You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 638. All right. At the end of the day, it's about buying land at a massive discount and just turn around and selling it. You know, that, that's it. it. You could either buy it and sell it on terms. And that's the goal is to get you passive income. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey guys, Darren Bentley here and welcome to episode seven of the Do or Die series, How to Wholesale Your First Land Deal with Brent Bowers and Tracy Kroll. Now on today's episode, we're going to get into the meat and the guts of what it takes to be successful in this business. And we're really going to learn if Tracy has what it takes to cross that finish line. She's been really close a couple of times and lost a couple of deals. And that can be hard for anyone, especially the person who is just starting out and needs that win, you know, that proof of concept that it works. Brent coaches her up and you'll hear exactly where she's at and just how much closer she is to doing that elusive first deal. They talk about some of the conversations that she's been having with motivated sellers and also talk about her mailing schedule. How much has she mailed at this point? And how much longer can she afford to mail before she gets that first deal. So this is truly a do or die moment and you're getting to witness it live on this podcast right now. And I think you're going to learn a lot from it. So enjoy. All right, Tracy, give me an update. I know you've got a lot of things going on in the hopper. Got a couple of parcels of land you're dealing with, a couple of sellers. Any new calls come in lately? Any more mailers going out? Like what's life looking like over there and on Tracy Lane? So I did just send another about 300 piece mailer this week. Um, actually went out today. So probably will land on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And so that's good. I will say I have a little bit of, because I haven't made any money yet. So yet, <laughs> um, it is really a scary feeling to continue to pump money in to mailers. And then like, you know, a month, I've been doing this for about a month now. And so like my monthly fees have come out for like prop stream and for my Backline, and you know, so I'm starting to feel it a little bit. Part of it is good, some of it's a little bit scary. <laughs> Darn right, it is. No, that's the absolute, I wouldn't say a good feeling, but it's a normal feeling to have. It's not good. There's probably been a few sleepless nights, and I will tell you, I've been there, especially pumping mail out. But when that first paycheck comes, you're going to want to double down your mail. So, good. So, you're you were at 1500. Now you're currently 300 more. So what's that? 16, 70, 1800 total mailers. Did you pick another county or are you still staying with the staying tried and true with the current counties you're in? I tried a new county. I figured I haven't found like the spot yet. So I was like, I'll, you know, pick a different playground and just kind of go with it. I went off one of the lists, one of the places on the list in your course. So hoping that'll give me something, something good. But I won't know until next week until I get those phone calls. And um, and then I plan on doing another 300 mailer next week. So I just keep going. <laughs> um, I as love for it. The, um, so the one property that is feeling really good, but is taking a little bit longer than I was hoping is the property that I have where the seller was saying that, you know, he's he's good with the price. He's good to go. 
but he had lost the original letter. And then the last time we spoke, he said, you said like, you know, you want, as soon as he gets that signed, you can start to then market that property to try to find buyers. But I still haven't gotten it back signed. Um, I was losing hope thinking he was trying to back out. But then he just called me yesterday and was just like, oh, I'm getting back with you. I still haven't gotten the piece of mail yet. He's like, I don't know if it's because of the weather. So we've had a lot of snow. He said he didn't use fax machine. He didn't use even to set up the, um, I was even going to do a mobile notary, but couldn't get in touch with him for a week. So I was like, I don't even know when and how. (laughs) So what I just did was I was like, I put another mailer in, uh, in the mail. And while I was waiting to get in touch with him, in case I got in touch with uh, him, I could do the mobile notary. So long story short is that it's just been just to get that contract signed so that I can then market his property has been taking weeks and it's frustrating. No, and that sounds frustrating. You know, some things, I'm really glad you sent out him another LOL. Some other things you could possibly do is like, hey, who's your insurance company or who do you bank with? Do they have a fax number? You know, how close were they, you know, and fax it right to them and he can go and pick it up. We've had to do similar things like that. I know my dad uses uh, his insurance company quite a bit for their fax machine. So funny. But, you know, there's there's people out there that you can actually get this letter to him. But no, you're on the right path, sending it to him. And if he understands that you're going to buy and sell this land and he understands that you're actually marketing for a buyer currently and he's fine with that, as long as he knows what's going on, I would feel comfortable marketing that parcel of land right now. Go ahead and check out those immediate profits videos that I've, I've done in the course and just start finding a buyer for this because this is really going to motivate you even more when you have a buyer ready, willing, and able to put down a down payment for the piece of land that you haven't even purchased yet. You know, I like to find things and buy buy things that people are interested in rather than go out and buy things and then try and sell it. I like to have a buyer waiting to give me money before I go and spend money on something because it, it just lets me know that there's absolutely demand. And it's the biggest question that people ask me, or one of the questions that people ask me is, what if I get stuck with the land? What if I can't sell it? Well, if you have a buyer or two or three lined up, ready to give you a down payment the, the second you own it, and it's a no-brainer. So I want to give you hope. I mailed a county that, and I don't want to talk about the county that you mailed and your 1500, but we had mailed this county almost a year ago. We uh, are actually purchasing a lot for $6,000 this week. And we're using the title company to do it, but it's in that county. This buyer, uh, we had actually, my team followed up with them about two weeks ago. I didn't even know this was happening. It's a commercial lot uh, in Colorado. I'll leave it at that. Uh, we're buying it for exactly $6,000 and we should sell it for somewhere around $16,000. That's on terms. You know, We'll get a monthly payment for that. So let me motivate you. Let me inspire you. Let me just tell you there's hope. And, you know, just because they don't answer today, they might answer tomorrow. I mean, it's really cool there. It's actually uh, a commercial lot and there's a lot of development going around this area, possible aquatic centers going in. So we very well may be able to sell it for even more. Actually, let me back up. I messed up on my number, 16,000. I'm confusing another property. It's actually 30,000. We're we're purchasing it for 6,000, selling it for 30,000. We bought another one last week for 4,400 that we're selling for 16,000. Uh, so two parcels of land in like the last seven days has just come in the door for us. So yeah, one that we're bu- we bought last week for 4,400, we're selling it for 16,000. And then one we're buying this week for 6,000, we should be able to sell it for around 30,000. 
And that's that $30,000 one is right in your area for one of those parcels of land that uh, you were kind of communicating with the seller on that you were telling me about. So you mailed out 300 more, you're communicating with the seller. You know, I'd start marketing this thing, you know, on Facebook and Craigslist and possibly get some signs out, you know, because if he's cool with you finding a buyer beforehand, you know, that there's nothing like having confidence of knowing that someone's waiting for you to own this land to pay you. Any other updates? The only other one was a piece of property that would have been worth a lot of money, but there's no water out there. So we're just letting that one go. I went back to the seller with a much lower price than what he originally got. And he was just like, there's no way I could give it away for that much. Yeah. So there's things in there, but you know, nothing's closed yet. I'm just being patient. Yeah. And that's absolutely, I mean, that happens. There's a lot of times where we'll send out an offer letter and we find that there's something with the property, like no water, no access. And it is, it's kind of like a punch in the stomach to us as well as the seller when we have to go back and we're like, well, hey, this is what we found. It looks to me like there's no water tap in this area uh, available for your piece of land. And often I find that they act surprised, but they've owned this land for 37 years and they know more about it than I have in the last three days when I've done my due diligence. So oftentimes they already know this and they might just think they have a sucker on their hands. And it's happened to me. I literally bought land that wasn't buildable, had no water. It was a huge crater in the ground or it had a, you know, an actual lien on the land or something with the title, a cloud on the title. And the sellers knew this and they just caught me. And this was in my beginning days. And it, it sounds stupid for me to say it now that I got caught up in these you know, tiny little mistakes, but I was doing this, I was trying to do this on my own and I had to learn the hard way. So it's good that you found out before you wrote a good check to the seller for a bad piece of land. So he, he more than likely already knew it. And I oftentimes just give them the information directly from planning and zoning or the assessors or wherever I'm getting the information. So if it says, you know, the planning and the zoning department tells me that we can't get water you know, I forward that in writing. Usually I try and get it in writing or I call them, I call the seller back and give them verbatim what planning and zoning or the water department just told me. So I would be surprised. Now, if with you, a, go ahead. Yeah, we, we have a good rapport going and we were on the phone for a long time when I told them about the lack of water. Now they said to get water out there, it would cost about 75,000 because there is a neighborhood right over there but just far enough away where they like to tap in, it would be about 75,000. But for 11 acres, I still feel like there'd be builders interested. It's just kind of a, one of those scenarios where I guess I can't get too attached, where I just got to keep moving, moving on. Here's what I would do then. I would get it under contract for as little as possible. And we'll put it out there to the builders association. We'll put it out there to the spec home builders. We'll put it out there to the flippers. Call this guy tonight and see the lowest price you can get it for. I know that uh, you told me you were around 4500 Maybe he'll do 5500 Get it under contract and we'll, we'll get it out to, you know, the builders associations and the meetups and the guys. You know, this is how we find builders. You contact the builders associations. You go on the Facebook groups and, and get in touch with them. You look at the meetups. You call the We Buy Houses people because I know that area. I know the area you're talking about, and there's a building boom going on. These builders are buying up land and sitting on it, and they won't sell the land. They'll sell you a house, and the land will come with it. So yeah, I would keep I would keep in contact with this guy. You know, as soon as we get off of here, call him. You know, establish rapport again, and just you know see what the lowest he could take, 
and get it under contract. You got the two-page contract in the uh, course. It's under uh, make quick cash for your land. Let's just say you can you can wholesale it to a builder for fifteen thousand. It's eleven acres, like you just said. You buy it for fifty five hundred, or let's just say you buy it for five thousand and you assign it for fifteen thousand. There's a quick ten thousand dollar profit. I hope that pays for your fax machine for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what what happens there. All right, go. You've you got this. You've got rapport with this guy. You've already made a friend. And at the end of the day, that's it. We're just helping people. We're we're becoming friends with these guys. We're solving a problem for him. I assume he's owned it for a long time because you found him on the tax delinquent list, or did you pull that list? Um, I pulled that list and a um his fan it's been in his family since the eighties and they just never built on it, never did anything on it. And uh now he's with it and he's like I want to get rid of it, but he's like, I can't just give it away for nothing. So we'll see. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, call him and get it under contract for the least possible. Get at least a 30-day inspection due diligence time frame. You know, hey, I want to see if this if we can do anything to get water, you know, anything that's less than 75000 And say, I'll probably assign it to one of my builders. Just be truthful with him. Tell him exactly what's going on. He's got time. It's just sitting there anyways. Yep. So, all right, you understand the course of action? I do, I got it. All right, at the end of the day, it's about buying land at a massive discount and just turn around and selling it. You know, that's it. it. You could either buy it and sell it on terms. And that's the goal is to get you passive income. We got to get you to $10,000 a month. But hey, if you can make a quick five, six, $7,000 to offset your, your cost and your business cost and, you know, put some money in your pocket to be profitable, there's nothing wrong with that. There's some times when we have to flip land or wholesale land ourselves. And and just what I mean by flipping land is we'll buy it super cheap and turn around and sell it, or we'll wholesale it by assigning the contract. And that's what we're talking about here. We get this 11 acres under contract, and then we'll assign it to a builder. Right. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, so I'll have that lead to work on tonight. And uh, and then we got more mail hitting next week. So I feel like oh I'm lined gosh. up. I'm looking forward to this new... <laughs> This new county, 300 letters, and you know it's all about building momentum. Keep pumping that pump until the water starts trickling out, and then it starts to flow. It's kind of like you know a lot of things have been going on in the United States right now as far as freezing temperatures. Well, the pipe freezes, and when it thaws out, it explodes. So your pipes might just be a little frozen right now, but just keep mailing, and then it's going to explode. Yep. Any other deals, updates you got going on, negotiations we should talk about? Nothing pressing yet, but, uh, you know, I have a, a couple calls I got to make, you know, uh, with, see what they're, they're doing from our, my first mailing. But uh, this is it. I, I got to make something close in the next week or two. There you go. Put it, write it on your chalkboard, write it on your whiteboard. Something is closing in the next five days, no matter what it takes. Call these guys back. Uh, what about that uh, waterfall lot you were telling me about? Any luck getting a sister out there? That's the one that uh, I mailed him back that letter. So that's the one we were talking about in the first part of the call. Okay, good, good, good. Now, what's the holdup with that? You just need the letter. Why don't you just get a mobile notary out there to meet him and then get another one to meet the sister? So um, that's what I couldn't get in touch with him for the full week. So I had just mailed out the like snail mail, another contract to him. He said he didn't get it yet. I asked him if I can send out the mobile notary. He said he, he would not be good with like his schedule and he didn't know what his sister's schedule was. And I asked him for his sister's phone number and he said, he'll get in touch with her. So it was like a lot of runaround. And he said, I'm just going to wait for her to get it in the mail. I want. And then he said, he'll go to his 
local store and get it faxed back to me the day he gets it. So okay. it's a little, All right. he's wanting it the way that he wants it. He wants it through snail mail. He's very adamant about that. <laughs> so, I found uh, that when I deal with sellers that are usually kind of elderly, like, you know, 65 plus 70, they really kind of do have their certain way. So sometimes we just got to say, hey, here's our process. And if they want to do it their way, I get it. We've had to go down that route before as well. So they're really set in their ways is all I'm getting at. So I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried every angle and I, I feel like he's very serious about it. We went through the whole process again. And he said, as soon as I get that letter, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to get my sister to sign it and I'll fax it back to you from the local store down the street. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to be calling him back again tomorrow night is when I had my next call with him. So I'm going to see Love it. if he got that letter or not. I'm hoping with all the snow, You're I'm not doing sure. Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good things. You have a time set to, to talk to him again. And that's the main thing is always have that next appointment, that next phone scheduled because I've seen some deals just get passed up because it went three or four or five weeks and someone else reached out and they caught that fish. So as long as you're keeping in touch with them, I feel really good about it. Awesome. So, all right, Tracy. Well, a lot of good things going on. I know so because you're still sending mail. You're talking to sellers. You're talking to landowners. At the end of the day, it's about getting enough land offer letters out there, getting enough great conversations with people, and it's just going to happen. It's impossible not to. I like that. I can't wait to tell you that day has come and my first deal is complete. So it's close. Yeah. It's always closer than what we think it's, it's going to be. So awesome. Any other, any questions before we go? Nope. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit the ground running as per usual. So. I love it. All right. Have a great night. God bless. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Brent. Okay. So that concludes episode seven of the Do or Die series. Be sure to tune in next week to see if Tracy got any potential leads or any potential deals from the new mailing that she just did, or if she was able to maybe still salvage one of the potential deals she had in the hopper. And as you could hear on this episode today, she's a little deflated. So she needs to make this happen and she needs to make it happen fast. So be sure not to miss the next episode. We'll see you next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.